believe that you can heal yourself? Too often we give our power away to something outside of ourselves and rarely, if ever, trust and tap into our innate healing power and intuition. Everyone has this capability to heal in ways we never thought possible. It's your sovereign right to claim and have true health and lasting wellness. Now, here is the host of the Dr. Dolores Show, Dr. Dolores Fazzino, nurse practitioner, medical intuitive, and energy whisperer. Well, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, lovely audience, wherever you are in our world. Um, welcome to the Dr. Dolores Show. I'm Dr. Dolores Fazzino, nurse practitioner, medical intuitive, and energy whisperer. And today we're going to be talking about showing up for yourself um, in our show called Show Up For You. And, you know, too often in our lives, we are just uber busy meaning that we're, there's constantly something going on, grabbing for our attention and just not allowing ourselves the space that we need to um, nurture and take, our, take ourselves seriously and put ourselves first. And I decided that we're going to do a talk today on really taking a deep dive into really showing up for yourself because it's essentially so, so, so important. And if you don't carve out the time for yourself, sometimes it just never happens. So it's really about allowing yourself to embrace um, what you need to do for you. And for some of us, it might be, you know, a step in, in stepping into being courageous and brave um, because we've never had to do this for ourselves or we never gave ourselves permission to do so. So um, with that in mind, uh, I'm just going to read a little bit from our description for the show here. In the hustle and bustle of daily life, it's easy to lose sight of our own needs and aspirations. So what we're going to do today is look at um, exploring the transformative practice of prioritizing one's well-being and personal growth as a foundational piece for advocating for yourself. And, you know, this is so, so important, I think, right now in the Earth's timeline, especially with, with everything that we're witnessing in collective consciousness. It, it's like... So many things are happening so fast, and I don't know if anybody could relate to this, but I'm just going to say this, is that sometimes when we slow ourselves down and then we have to go and function in the world, it feels like we're at a still point, but everything is whizzing around us like really fast and it's like you're feeling like you're going to miss something. So I want to share that yes this is happening and you're probably experiencing two different timelines you're experiencing a higher timeline because you're in your um your essence your beingness you're you're tapped into the universe through yourself and then when you come back to earth reality <clears throat> and you have to step in and function in that, it seems like you're in the spin cycle of a washing machine. 
you know, and that's probably the best description I could give to you. I know when I go out of town to um, do my own personal growth work and inner work, um, you know, you are in such a sense of Zen and peace. And then all of a sudden you go back to the real world that is where unfortunately we have to step into and function it could be daunting because all of a sudden you're like, what the heck has just happened? I stepped into a whole different reality. And in essence, you have. You have stepped into what we call third dimensional, fourth dimensional reality when you come back from those places where you've been within yourself. So know that you're not going cray cray and you're not mad. You're observing the, the dichotomy of what is kind of happening. So why you know let's talk about self-care and the whole thing about um, showing up for yourself why do people find self-care so challenging and I thought this was kind of interesting as I sat down and and kind of worked with this a little bit a lot of times there's time constraints people feel that their lives are so busy um, with so much responsibility that they don't feel like they have the luxury to have self-care or do self-care activities. That's an interesting thing. I feel that you can carve out the time, make yourself a priority, make sure you put yourself first. And even if you need to schedule that in your day timer or your digital calendar or whatever we have now, um, please do so because it's a reminder that even if it's just, if you have to just start with 10 or 15 minutes at a time, it's well worth it. And I feel that you will gain, reap the benefits from doing that. Some people um, feel that um, they feel guilty when um, they prioritize their needs over other people. Uh, especially if you have caregiving responsibilities. So the other thing you need to remember is like, where is this guilt coming from? Okay, take it a step further, go a little deeper. Why are you feeling guilty about taking care of yourself? And just kind of ponder that and see if you could just go deeper beneath the surface as to what is driving that. Because Sometimes it is how we are raised in our family systems, in societal, cultural type of things. It also could be the religious aspect of whatever you were raised into religious-wise. And it's really not about, you know, anything that you're doing bad or whatever. This is a necessary thing. And I feel that maybe you know, through our lineage and ancestral and religious and societal norms, this is a way of controlling people so they don't take care of themselves and they rely on other people to do it for them. But the big joke is, is nobody's going to do it for you unless you do it for yourself. So it's kind of a real crazy cycle there. There's also the issue of people don't do self-care because it's got to be perfect in order to do that. And if you missed our show last week, we talked about perfectionism and being perfect and some of the hiccups that come with that, that rob us of being in the present moment. Um, and, you know, perfectionism is 
setting unrealistic expectations. So it's got to be perfect in, in order for you to do it. And I invite you to throw that out the window because it, it, you know, it is what it is as it is right now. <laughs> Sometimes people also are not aware. The self-awareness aspect is so important. When you become self-aware, um, you will start putting yourself as a priority and and making yourself first in your life, no matter what is going on and no matter who is in collective consciousness grabbing at your feet, trying to drag you back into the pool of what that doubt or, um, you know, lower vibrating energy is. It's like the bucket of crabs, you know, we give that analogy sometimes when somebody's trying to make a change, the crab kind of comes out of the bucket. And if you have a bucket of crabs there, all the, everybody's trying to pull you back into uh, into the bucket so you uh, could be more like them instead of you be the outlier and be something different and create something different and stepping into your power basically you know a, lo a lot of times too if you you're depressed or you have anxiety or low self-esteem it can make it difficult for you to engage in self-care activities because you feel unworthy or lack motivation and so you know we talk about unworthiness and you know what I feel is unworthiness has a lot to do with, you know, how we were raised as a young person and what we were told and what we, what lies we believe basically about ourselves. And, you know, that is not true. Um, so uh, if there's problems with mental health or whatever in the depression, definitely talk to somebody and get some help there. Also, some other obstacles or barriers to taking self-care as people say financial constraints. And, you know, yes, there there's self-care activities that are expensive, but there's really inexpensive and no cost self-care activities that you could do that um, you, you know, just being out in nature and sitting in a park. If you're close by or you're close by to water, being by a lake or the ocean or whatever, these things are simple. They don't cost you anything. And it's just like breathing the air outside sometimes and stepping outside of your home is enough of self-care. Those are baby steps. And sometimes, you know, society and culture says that it's not okay to prioritize yourself and it's considered selfish. And, you know, I call BS on that because you know what, you need to start being selfish in order for you to make yourself a priority in your life and doing it without being shame, guilted, or or uh, feeling like you're, uh, you're not worthy of it. And sometimes, you know, we're surrounded by people who don't support us. So this is another thing that you may want to look at. Who in your life is no longer energetically aligned with where and who you are, where you're going and who you are? You know, people are in our lives for a reason, a season, or a lifetime, okay? We are always learning learning from other experiences, other people coming into our lives, other people bringing experiences into our lives we learn. Remember, I always joke about this. We're here on Earth getting our PhD and being human. And part of that is like these beautiful growth opportunities that are presented to us by interacting with different people and different situations. So, you know, knowing this with the awareness component is 
you know, ponder this. It's like, where in your life are you no longer aligned with, you know, the people that you're surrounded with? Are you feeling like you're pulling away from things? Are you feeling like you're leaning in? Whatever that is, you know, I invite you to tap into that. And maybe it's time to, you know, end a relationship or leave a career or leave a job. And I know that just riles up a lot of people because it's like, oh my God, I need the paycheck and stuff. Well, you know what? Maybe think about this. Maybe that job is no longer an alignment for who you are and where you're going. And we hang on to things so tightly, unfortunately, like, and we're so attached because we think that that's it. And if and it's our anchor and our buoy, and if we don't have that, everything's going to fall apart. Well, what if, if things were, if that leaves, it's things are falling into place. This is something that's even more amazing than you could ever imagine. We're in a, a time of deep trust right now. And sometimes we can't see the next thing in front of us. And we need to trust that it's going to be there for us. It's like, it reminds me of the movie. Uh, I want to say, I think it was Indiana Jones. This goes back decades with um, Harrison Ford. And, you know, that's an adventure movie. And he's running through these caves and all of a sudden he comes to the edge of, uh, edge of a ledge and he's being chased. And there's an opening on the other side of this small abyss or whatever. And he just jumps and he lands on the other side. So it's about knowing and trusting and just taking that jump sometimes in order to get to where your soul knows you need to go. You know, um, it's about getting out of your own way, you know? So, and also Sometimes people don't feel supported, like I was saying, and also they fear about self-reflection because they're afraid of what they're going to find in, 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 you know, they're opening Pandora's box of the unknown and they're afraid and that they'll never shut the lid of the box. So these are things that kind of hold people back from doing self-care and, you know, You've been listening to the Dr. Dolores Show. I'm Dr. Dolores Vizino, nurse practitioner, medical intuitive, and energy whisperer. And when we come back, we're going to, you know, define self-care from the different dimensions of why, why self-care is so important. So stay tuned, and uh, we will be talking more. Do you trust your instincts? Many of us don't. Yet this is the key to connecting to your innate healer within and your intuition. Tune in to The Dr. Dolores Show with nurse practitioner, medical intuitive, and energy whisperer, Dr. Dolores Fazzino, to receive insights and tools to realign with your inner wisdom for lasting health and true wellness. Listen for The Dr. Dolores Show, Wednesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central, 1 p.m. Mountain, 12 p.m. Pacific, on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, 
you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is the Dr. Dolores Show with Dr. Dolores Pizzino, nurse practitioner, medical intuitive, and energy whisperer. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to Dolores at drdoloresfazino.com. Now, back to the program. Well, welcome back, everybody. We have been talking about showing up for yourself and all the things that probably hinder us from doing so. And you're listening to the Dr. Dolores Show on Inspired Choices Network. I'm Dr. Dolores Fazino, nurse practitioner, medical intuitive, and energy whisperer. And when we talk about, you know, putting yourself first um, and making yourself a priority, I like to look at it from a dimensional aspect, meaning that it's not just the physical stuff, it's the emotional, mental, spiritual um physical and also what i call dimensional like different layers and how all the matrix how everything kind of fits together like a matrix instead of a linear progression because what i know in in my experience in working on the other side because i bridge the physical with the spiritual is that things are connected in ways you have no idea we here on earth kind of feel that everything is in little boxes and they don't talk to each other and they're kind of isolated. But in reality, they all talk to each other in ways you never really have no clue. Um, you know, even down to our, our physical bodies, how even that works with, you know, the physical, with the layer of the emotional, the mental and the spiritual aspects all coming together and working in um, the best way I could describe it as a matrix. It, it you know, it, and it's 3D and it's multidimensional and it's happening, you know, rotating around and happening all at once. So it's kind of cool because it gives, you know, it gives you the um, idea that, um, we are constantly in flux and motion and things are constantly changing. So what you do moment to moment alters everything. And that's just the beauty of what we are as an essence and, and how all those parts and dimensions are contained in. So I thought it would be kind of cool to talk about dimensional self-care. Okay. Um, and it's, it's viewing self-care through multiple dimensions and aspects of well-being. And it recognizes um, that individuals are multidimensional beings with interconnected physical, emotional, mental, social, spiritual, and other facets in their lives. Um, dimensional self-care emphasizes the importance of addressing each of these dimensions to achieve more of a holistic um, conglomeration, conglomeration or holistic puzzle. Just think of it as you know, a piece in a in a thousand piece jigsaw puzzle. Every piece is important. And even though it's unique, it's like when you put that piece together, it's this beautiful, beautiful creation that manifests with it. So, you know, let's just start with the basics. Physical, of course, is taking care of your physical body, making sure that 
you exercise, you do movement, your 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 uh, nutrition's good, you're sleeping good, your hygiene's you know body care, and you know just getting you know your well checkups and stuff like that for your physical body, and just making sure that everything is in working order and that um, these are you know, this is like a foundational piece. Your body is your foundation, basically, of all of these. But it's also the end point. And it's a point where you could tell when something's off in another dimension, it shows up sometimes in your physical body. That's how it works. The physical body is the end point, but it's also the foundation. Our emotional dimension is recognizing and acknowledging and processing our feelings, managing our stress, setting boundaries, practicing self-compassion and engaging in activities that promote emotional well-being. So that's really a mouthful because when we talk about experiencing emotions, we have been programmed into societies where it's not okay to feel. And I, I believe that feelings are the essential to, um, it's like your secret sauce that allows you to, to go deeper within yourself and they're unique to you and, and allow you to enrich your experience as being a human being. When we don't experience our emotions, we um, trap that energy because remember, everything is energy. And when we are not experiencing our emotions we are never in the present moment okay because when you are in the present moment you're feeling your emotions okay when you are not feeling your emotions you're either stuffing them ignoring them um you know putting them on the shelf for later to deal with you pop out of being in the present moment and you're in your mind, you're out of your body, you're in your mind, and you're trying to control things, manipulate things, basically, and um, and trying to, you know, make those feelings go away because you just don't want to feel. Feelings have, I believe, have been given a bad rap because they're just so essential to who a human being is. And believe it or not, you need to be in a physical body to actually experience emotions. Did you know that many souls are lined up on the other side wanting to come to planet Earth to have a, a body because you have to have a body in order to experience your emotions? But the biggest cosmic joke is this, is that once you're born, you're giving that dose of amnesia so you don't remember all of this. And you come into your physical body and then all of a sudden you feel something and it's like dipping your toe into the pool and it's too cold and you just retract it. And it's just like you're like, I'm not going to feel anything. And it's just like all this, you know, all this armor goes up and, you know, these little behaviors that we do happen. And it's just like so we avoid trying to feel at all costs. So the biggest cosmic joke is like you signed up to come here to to have a human body to experience your emotions. Yet the first thing you want to do is just step out of your body and, and go into your mind and not experience anything. So something to think about is just like, where are you doing that in your life? Maybe it is how you were raised that you're not allowed to feel, or you're in a society where it's seen as a weakness to express your emotions, especially the ones that we label not so positive. Um, and it's really about 
just allowing those expressions to come through you just as they are without, you know, going down the rabbit hole of fear and the idea that it's Pandora's box, you're going to open the lid and you don't know what's going to come out and you don't even know if you're going to be able to shut the lid. The illusion is, is that this will continue on and carry on. The reality is once you take a step into the emotion, it's an energy ball, okay? You're starting to feel. You feel that, you step into it, you're feeling it, you're being with it without, you know, doing reacting or you're just experiencing, okay? And then by the, the time that you're, you next know it, it's like you take another step and you're out of the energy ball. And whatever that was because of you allowing yourself to experience that, dissipates and comes to neutrality. So emotions are energy. When you don't experience them, you block them, you trap them, they get into your energy field and they overflow into your physical. And that's when you start creating issues for yourself health-wise. So please, please, please feel, 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 and just be brave. And when you're going through this, just breathe and be with whatever is there. Yes, sometimes it feels like it'll never go away. And I promise you, it will. You just need to continue to take a step. When you feel it, you're experiencing the emotion and the energy dissipates and it comes to neutrality. Just remember that. So the mental dimension is of self-care is nurturing your well-being, um, Minding your thoughts, minding what you say to yourself in the quiet of your mind. You know, work too often, many of us who are either perfectionists, recovering perfectionists, who are trying to be, you know, perfect or wanting everything to look a certain way, trying to control things. When we say some not so nice things to ourselves in the quiet of our mind, we would never say that to our best friend, but we say it to ourselves. So let's flip the switch and consider ourselves our best friend. And how would you be to your best friend? Would you be nurturing and loving and forgiving and compassionate? These are the same things that need to be embraced and inwardly taken. So we focus on this and become the best version of who we are by loving ourselves completely and and allowing ourselves to be our best friend i said this before it's like the longest relationship you're ever going to have in your life is the one you have with yourself and unfortunately you know we are not stellar in and treating ourselves with kindness love and appreciation and value Social dimension is building and maintaining healthy relationships and social support, setting boundaries and fostering connections with others. There's a big focus these days on creating community and people of like-minded uh, vibrations and tribes, which is awesome. It's also about remembering to set boundaries for yourself and for others and honoring the boundaries of others as well. Okay. It's, it's a two-way street. It's not all about you setting boundaries and, you know, you can infringe on other people's stuff. No, it's a two-way street. So be mindful and aware of that. Um, the spiritual dimension is self-care, nurturing, 
your sense of purpose, meaning, and connection with something greater than yourself, whether religious or spiritual practice, spending time in nature, meditation, or reflection. So what that is, is it's, it's adding on to having a relationship with yourself and actually connecting to your higher self, the, the, the soul, because we're here as a fragment of our greater soul, okay? What that means is that we're only a fraction of our soul here and a reminder to connect with your, with your soul, your higher self, and ask it to merge with you on a daily basis. This will give you a lot of insights and a lot of wisdom that you carry within yourself. And it's very easy to tap into. Um, your higher self, if you just give it permission to merge with you, it will. Environmental dimension, it's it's about um, your physicality and where you're living and creating a balance and uh, a loving, nurturing environment. Occupational dimension, it's like what you do for your living, what you're passionate about, what you're actually wanting to create for not only yourself, but to be remembered by in society, leaving your legacy, if you want to call it that. And, you know, a lot of times, too, we don't like to talk about the financial dimension, but it's very important because it's about being fiscally responsible, um, setting financial goals, you know, saving, having fun, you know, uh, so that you have security and stability as you move forward in the future. Um, so, you know, by looking at all of these things, I just think it's important that, you know, when we have, we do dimensional self-care, it's like we're looking at all different aspects that are important in self-care. It's not just your your physical body. There's many other tangents. And remember that Everything is a matrix and it's all interconnected together. So when we come back from our next uh, break, we're going to just talk more about worthiness and also give you like a roadmap to, um, to show up for yourself. And you were talking about showing up for yourself here today on the Dr. Dolores show on Inspired Choices Network. And I'm Dr. Dolores Vizino, nurse practitioner, medical intuitive and energy whisperer. And when we come back, we'll tell you more. Stay tuned. Do you trust your instincts? Many of us don't. Yet this is the key to connecting to your innate healer within and your intuition. Tune in to the Dr. Dolores Show with nurse practitioner, medical intuitive, and energy whisperer, Dr. Dolores Fazzino, to receive insights and tools to realign with your inner wisdom for lasting health and true wellness. Listen for the Dr. Dolores Show, Wednesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central, 1 p.m. Mountain, 12 p.m. Pacific, on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. Our free app offers live streaming shows along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. 
We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. This is the Dr. Dolores Show with Dr. Dolores Vizzino, nurse practitioner, medical intuitive, and energy whisperer. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to Dolores at drdoloresfazino.com. Now, back to the program. Well, welcome back, everybody. You're listening to the Dr. Dolores Show on Inspired Choices Network. And I'm Dr. Dolores Fazino, nurse practitioner, medical intuitive, and energy whisperer. And we are talking about today uh, self-care, pretty much, and showing up for yourself. Um, too often, many people just feel like I just don't have time to do this. I'm not important enough. There's worthiness stuff coming up and there's, there's the guilt and the shame thing because, oh my God, it's just like, if I do that, I'm not going to have time to do everything else. And that's a, that's a big illusion because you always have time. You could create and, and manifest time, but also time is an earth thing and, we can manipulate time, believe it or not. We could stretch it or constrict it. And if you've never played with that, and I invite you to do so because it does work, especially if you feel like you're running late and just say, I always arrive on time. And you'd be surprised that you will be arriving on time. It's like creating a parking spot for yourself too in a real crowded place. It's like, you just know that your parking spot is right there and you go around the corner and there it is. And I know there's people out there that probably doubt that, but this is how it works. We're magical We're magical manifestors. It's sometimes we are dialed into manifesting the things that we don't want because we focus on that so much. So anyway, we're going to be talking about worthiness next. And, you know, when we um, show up for ourselves, sometimes we feel like we're not worthy. Or maybe you have a history of feeling like, you know, worthiness has been a problem for you in your life. So well, let's talk a little bit about um, the value points of worthiness. Um Sometimes there's the self-respect, recognizing and honoring one's inherent, inherent value and dignity as a human being, regardless of external achievements or circumstances. And sometimes, you know, we are so outwardly focused that we worry about what other people think instead of coming within ourselves and uh, knowing that whoever you are and whatever you are, you are a sovereign being and you're worthy and you have um, the value and respect. You're respecting yourself and you accept yourself just as you are. Self-acceptance, as we segue into that, um, it's embracing all aspects of yourself, including your strengths, your weaknesses, successes, or what we label as failures without judgment or criticism. Yes, that's a tough one. Self-acceptance, sometimes we always think, oh, I, sh I could have, should have, would have. You know, you did the best you can in the moment that you're, you were at, and you, it's just an experience that you had, and it's a learning experience. And, you know, sometimes they smart. And I just invite you to take the, put the whip away and quit, you know, whipping yourself up and beating yourself, beating on yourself, because, 
what good is that going to do? It's just going to keep you small and not, you know, you know, the more times you beat something down, especially yourself, you're just not going to want to show up for yourself anymore. Right? Think about that. It's like you say, why even bother? And then this is where you start losing your passion for life. And this is where you stop dreaming. And this is where you want to play small and you just keep yourself really small instead of showing up in all your beauty and your and your your grandioseness and, and who you are. Self-compassion is, you know, offering kindness, understanding and support to oneself in times of suffering, failure or difficulty, rather than being self-critical and self-blaming. So focusing on being more self-compassionate, like I was saying, we're so good at taking care and being this way to others, but yet we are the hardest on ourselves. Our authenticity is being true to oneself and living in alignment with one's values, beliefs, passions, rather than conforming to others' expectations of societal norms. And I think what we're witnessing now in our society is that a lot of times we might be in employment situations where um, things are not going well. And it's almost as if, you know, they're not honoring, loving, respecting, or valuing who you are. And yet you still continue to be part of that energy, okay? Whereas you don't feel that way about yourself. So do you see the, the misalignment? Your values are one way and you're, you know, you're respected. You want to be respected, valued, loved, and appreciated. And you have very firm beliefs and values within yourself, yet in your work life, you're being devalued, disrespected, um, not appreciated. Do you see the disconnect there? My question to you is like, why are you allowing that to happen? Because that's a choice. Are you doing it out of fear because you're not going to be able to get a paycheck? Or are you doing it out of um playing small and not wanting to show up for yourself, whatever that is for you, I invite you just to look at that because I know a lot of people are experiencing lots of changes right now in their lives, be it losing jobs, um, you know, losing housing, losing relationships, whatever it is and how it's showing up for you. I just want you to keep in mind is that if you are out of alignment are you or things that you are experiencing or are involved in are out of alignment with who you are as a soul, it's going to naturally fall away. And just please allow it to. If something is feeling out of alignment or not really good, guess what? If you continue to go that way and ignore the signs and continue to move in that direction, there's a disconnect between who you are and what that is, and it's only going to drag you down. Somehow what can happen is that, and this is how everything's all connected, okay? Let's go back to that. 
It's just like sometimes the energy of that situation is so stressful that it is rippling into your physical body and affecting your physical health and well-being and your mental well-being because it's out of alignment with who and what you are. So sometimes when you make the decision that, okay, I'm leaving this, it's just like this kind of dissipates and you create a void for something else to come in that's more aligned with who you are. I strongly feel when love that, you know, and I think um, Maya Angelou said this um, many years ago, when respect, when there's no longer respect, love or appreciation or value being served at the table, it's time to get up and leave and find another table where it is being served. Well said, beautifully said, because this is about being in alignment with who you are and being in integrity with you. We all have our own personal mission statement. So I invite you to look at areas in your life where you are being, you're out of alignment. And it could be with either a job, you know, things that you're involved in. It could be with relationships you're involved in. If they're no longer an energetic match, you know, no harm, no foul. It's time to, you know, say thank you very much. Thank you for the lessons, you know, appreciate it, love it and value it, let it go and allow the next thing to come in with ease and grace because it will. You just need to remove that energy that is no longer in alignment with who you are. So you're going to be able to attract something that's going to be more in alignment. It's really that simple. But yes, we make it very challenging because it's like, oh no, I don't want to let go. It's just like, oh my God. It's just like, what am I going to do? We go down the rabbit hole of fear. Please stop yourself <laughs> and just say, isn't this interesting? And I'm getting upgraded. That simple. So we talk about self-respect, self-acceptance um, with people, uh, value points of, of worthiness, uh, authenticity, being real, totally real, setting boundaries. It's like we talked a little bit about that. If it's something is if love is and appreciation and value is no longer being served at your the table that you sit at, it's time to get up and find another table where that is. That's a boundary thing. That's about boundary it's professional but it's also personal boundaries because like i said everything is interconnected in ways you have no idea it's not compartmentalized it's like wherever you go here you are and this the, i'll share a story that'll drive drive this to the truth you know you have somebody that you're working with that's a chronic complainer oh it's like this is just terrible and you know i'm just going to find another job so they go and find another job oh, this is so terrible, blah, 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 blah. And, you know, and so they move cross country to find another job. And it's the same story. What's the common denominator? It's not the job. It's the person. So when you are showing up in situations, your energy comes with you and you're just creating all of this stuff for yourself unless you become more self-aware. So self-trust Huge. This is about worthiness. And this is going to stretch some people's um, energy. Okay. 
self-trust is having confidence in one's abilities, judgments, and intuition, and trusting oneself to make the wise decisions and navigate life's challenges effectively. Self-trust is huge. It's about trusting that wisdom that comes from within you, not outside of you, it's inside of you, and allowing yourself to be led by that, no matter what is going on around you. And we have been taught something completely different that we need to rely on looking outside ourselves, doing our research, doing our due diligence and stuff like that. Yes, that is important. And it's also important to trust your inner wisdom. If your gut is screaming at you, don't do something. I invite you to trust your gut. Don't do it. Trust me because this knows more than out there and it knows what's right for you only, not anybody else. So it's about having that relationship with yourself, integrating your higher self in and being able to listen and trust the information that's coming through. So I can't believe it's time to buzz off for another um, break. But when we come back, we'll talk more about characteristics of worthiness and um we're gonna you know i also want to talk a little bit about um creating a roadmap for yourself as well so you're listening to the dr dolores show i'm dr dolores Spazino, nurse practitioner medical intuitive and energy whisperer and when we come back we'll talk more about showing up for yourself stay tuned do you trust your instincts many of us don't Yet this is the key to connecting to your innate healer within and your intuition. Tune in to The Dr. Dolores Show with nurse practitioner, medical intuitive, and energy whisperer, Dr. Dolores Fazzino, to receive insights and tools to realign with your inner wisdom for lasting health and true wellness. Listen for The Dr. Dolores Show, Wednesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central, 1 p.m. Mountain, 12 p.m. Pacific, on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is the Dr. Dolores Show with Dr. Dolores Fazzino, nurse practitioner, medical intuitive, and energy whisperer. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to dolores at drdoloresfazzino.com. Now, back to the program. Well, welcome back, everybody. You're listening to the Dr. Dolores Show, and we buzzed off. Now we're back. <laughs> We're talking about showing up for yourself and, um, you know, it's about the qualities of being worthy. Okay. We talked a little bit about self-respect, self-acceptance, self-compassion, authenticity, boundaries, self-trust, self-empowerment, self-advocacy. You know, I think one of the most important things that people don't do sometimes they're afraid to speak up for themselves, especially when they've been treated really, um, poorly it's just like you're afraid to rock the boat or you want to keep the peace and I invite you to throw that out because it's about putting yourself first and making yourself in priority and and loving yourself enough to stick up for yourself and speak your truth what are they going to burn you at the stakes we're past that folks we're in a whole different time and place it's just like you're being your true authentic self. You're a sovereign being. You are worthy of being here. And 
speaking your truth, especially if something is your, your intuition screaming at you that something is off. I, I invite you to step into your power and take the straps of your boots and pull them up and go for it because nobody else is going to stick up for you unless you stick up for yourself. It starts with self first, self-advocacy. And then, you know, self-care. Remember, the balance of everything. Self-care is not just the physical. It's the emotional, mental, spiritual. And we were talking about all dimensional stuff. And then, of course, gratitude and appreciation. When we focus on being grateful and appreciative for everything that we have, even the, the things that we label as lack or not, you know, something that we think should be appreciative of, we, we label that, we judge and criticize, just appreciate everything that comes into your life. Because when you have that sense of gratitude and appreciation, it raises your frequency and vibration, you're going to attract more and more things to be grateful and appreciative of. So um, let's just buzz into like a roadmap for, you know, what you could do to embrace, you know, a life a purpose, self-love, and resilience and showing up for yourself. Reflect on your values and priorities, okay? So create your own mission statement, what you want to do and accomplish for your life, what you're all about. And align, you know, aligning, make sure that your, your, your actions and your values, it's like you're walking your talk, okay? Um, so many people give lip service, but their actions are something different. This is where your actions and your talk are aligned and you're walking in, in alignment. Practice self-compassion and acceptance. Cultivate self-compassion by treating yourself with kindness, understanding, and forgiveness, especially during times of difficulty or failure as we label them. Um, set boundaries and prioritize your self-care. And we talked about a lot about self-care and all the dimensional aspects of self-care, I invite you to step into that and to really take an inventory of where you're um, not in alignment with, with what is going on in your life. And sometimes if you're in a situation where um, you're not liking what you're seeing, I invite you to take a deep breath and kind of go back to self and just say, hmm, isn't that interesting? And why is this so out of alignment? Where am I out of alignment? So um, this just kind of cracks me up and I just got to share this really quick story. I remember one time I was at a hospital where um, things were not going very well and somehow I had turned on my hazard lights unbeknownst to me. And by the time I got out of the hospital, I got to my car and of course I had a dead battery and I had to call AAA. And so as I was waiting for AAA, I kind of said, Jesus. And I, it just real, I just had this epiphany. It's like, Oh my God, my car is demonstrating what this place is doing to me. It's sucking the life out of me. The battery died, right? The life battery. So it was an epiphany for me. So just, you know, look at those things that happen in your life because sometimes there's messages in there for you. Cultivate, you know, set goals and take action. And sometimes it's about taking baby steps and, you know, cultivate resilience and adaptability. 
be in the flow. Um, no, no beating self up, allow yourself the grace of whatever you're going through and just be compassionate and um, loving so that you can, you know, move forward and, you know, be your best self. So next week, we're going to be talking more about forgiveness, um, self-forgiveness, embrace, evolve, empower. I felt that it was time to talk about forgiveness again, and I've talked about forgiveness in previous shows, but this time I'd like to take it a little more on a um, personal level. And self-forgiveness, embrace, involve, and empower is a captivating exploration of the transformative journey towards self-compassion and growth. We're going to dwell into the intricate art of forgiving oneself as we unravel the profound impact it has on personal development and mental well-being. Um, through engaging discussions and thought-provoking insights, um, this show invites audiences to lean into the power of self-forgiveness and embrace their imperfections with grace. So, you know, self-forgiveness is really important because, like I said, everything begins with self, self first. And we have a tendency just to be uber hard on ourselves, and it's time to embrace the gentleness and the loving compassion that we all are. And we, we project out to other people and want to add that to collective consciousness. So when we start working on this on our, on our own and to look deep within ourselves, this is where the gold nuggets and the miracles are going to happen for many people. So, Looking forward and moving forward, if you need somebody to talk to, if you need somebody to run things by, please reach out to people and connect because we are not an island. We need community. And if I could help you in any way and you need help with anything, just reach out to me. You could email me at Dolores at drdoloresvizino.com with your comments or your concerns. And let's see what we could do to work together. So knowing what we've learned today about showing up for yourself, I just invite you to really take that big step forward to show up for yourself, show up and Learn how to love, appreciate, respect, and honor yourself because you are so worthy of that and you deserve that. So you're listening to The Dr. Dolores Show. I'm Dr. Dolores Fazzino, nurse practitioner, medical intuitive, and we'll see you next time. Take care. Thank you for listening to The Dr. Dolores Show. Dr. Dolores returns Wednesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central, 1 p.m. Mountain, 12 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Until then, remember to be kind to yourself and create your best life. You are worth it.